<laughs> Hi. Hi. Hello. Hello. It's uh, what? What's the show called? <laughs> what we're into? Hi. Welcome to what <laughs> Let's we're. Let's start into. that one more time. No. And a one. And a two. And a <laughs> okay. Hello. Hello. This is Josh. Kamala. And yeah. it's what we're into. What we're into, and this is a date night podcast where we talk about entertainment products that we like Mm -hmm. that we the short amount of time that we have to devote to doing stuff exclusively for ourselves because we're apparently 30 that i realized earlier (laughs) this week Um, yeah poor poor me so i have to change the tagline because we're not we're not late twenty somethings years old anymore. No, no thirty we're year 30s. olds. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Well, I'll be thirty one this I have, year. I know, but I have to. <laughs> yeah, you have to. I have to that. do work to go correct <laughs> the tag on this show. Uh, because someone thought he was young. <laughs> I thought I was young with my cane and arthritis that I have. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. But on a brighter note. <laughs> on a brighter note. Uh, what's the show that we we talk about? <laughs> things that we like. One more again. <laughs> yes. Okay. We'll try again. Oh my god! We've been putting off a recording this episode for a week now because yeah. we because the the last episode only just went up mm-hmm. that was and the first one the first one and then and the next one's scheduled to go up while you are editing this one mm-hmm. and we put this put off recording this episode for a week because we thought that we were going to start putting the episodes up a week later than we actually did. Yeah. And so we were like, oh, we have plenty of time to record the next one. But yeah, so now here we are. And now here we are. (laughs) Just some flavor text for the people listening. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, what we're into is basically just a podcast that we talk about stuff that we are into, like movies, games. uh, Television, music. Yeah, anything anything like that. Anything that we find that uh, have has been taking up um, the majority of our very limited free time to do things exclusively for ourselves for entertainment. And uh, the first episode we did was about Star Trek and Stardew Stardew Valley. Valley. And we just did a manga and anime episode. And now we're going to kind of shift gears drastically, because we're not going to talk specifically about something that we can ingest. We're not going to talk about an entertainment thing. That's entertaining. Well, an entertainment thing. Um, But uh, what we wanted to talk about was collecting. Yeah, Uh, having a collection of some kind. Having items to put together and file and have as uh, for your very own. And I think I think for a lot of people, collecting starts when you're a kid, right? Like, for me, I had a rock collection. <laughs> I would go out on like the playground during recess and pick up all the pebbles. So that not looked fancy. Not <laughs> so. When she says rock collection, she means an actual collection of rocks and pebbles not, mostly, <laughs> and not like fancy minerals. Yeah, literally rocks, yeah. pebbles off the side. Like. I had a few fancy ones if, like, you go to, you know, um, 
one of those like stores or what do you call it like a souvenir shop yeah where they'd have the geodes and stuff the already cracked ones and polished i'd get stuff like that every once in a while but i didn't have anything super fancy i think my pride and joy was the fossil my cousin gave me it was an actual uh dinosaur either it was a tooth or a claw i could not tell but it was the coolest thing it was actually had the rock and then there was actually like it actually fit into it oh cool and it and when you like turned it up like on the side on the one side you can see like the lines in it. Yeah. So we couldn't. I couldn't tell if it was a tooth or if it could have been a claw of some kind. But I don't even know where that went. I think I got lost in the move. Mm. So yeah. <laughs> so pebbles. 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 I've I had am. stamp. I have a stamp collection. I was actually just going to bring it up. <laughs> I didn't know that she collected the <laughs> all the garbage that she. <laughs> it's not garbage. Um, when we started dating, yep. uh, she has. Uh, a showcase that she has. It's a giant uh, Ikea, shelf. Ikea shelf with like a m- multiple little cubby holes that are just she's gonna she's literally gonna go count them. Five. So that's five across and one, two, three, four, five. Five down. Five okay. across and five down. So 25 cubbies. Yeah. yeah. Math. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so she has this giant yeah that she calls a wall of awesome yeah and it was like front and center in her apartment yeah it was in my like somewhat somewhat called dining area yeah (laughs) and so it was full of knickknacks and and baubles and just everything because i have like a collection when i when i love something I become very obsessed with it. Yeah. And to the point where I will research, I will <laughs> find any way in my power to get what I want from it. And Whoa. Have, <laughs> Do you want to no, maybe I'm, rephrase that? Say, that sounds less no, ominous? No, what I'm saying is, like, when I, when I became interested in, like, Hello Kitty, um, I was living in Ohio still. Uh, there was a little, like, Hallmark kind of store that was in one of our malls. And they had, like, a very small little section of Sanrio stuff. Yeah. That you really couldn't find anywhere else. There was, like, stationery and cute stuff like that. But when I moved to Canada, there was Hello Kitty galore because well, also, of, like, Chinatown and, like, all the stuff. You moved from kind of a, a small town with... A, a one mall city. It was literally one mall. River Valley Mall was it. <laughs> it was the only. It was the only mall in that area. But, but the thing is, is like when I love something so much, I I will go out of my yeah. way to just get as much of it as I like out of it because like, I want to be able to enjoy it to the point where you're it, sick of it. it. it uh, you want to get become sick of it, but I end up I do that, and that's just something that I've always done. So like. You know, Hello Kitty's in there. I have, I love frogs. I love Disney stuff. I have my entire manga collection. I have comic book collection. I have a Todoki. I mean, yeah. anything you can think of, it's in my wall of awesome because I am proud of the stuff that I collect. I love it so much. I want to share it with everybody. She also has a giant bag of stickers that I, do. I, I only just convinced her to start using her stickers to decorate oh, her yeah. stuff. Stickers? And <laughs> she did just show me her stamp collection, which is surprisingly, it is both uh, extensive and 
and sparse, if you can imagine it. It's it's full of a bunch of different <laughs> kind of stamps. I didn't say I was a completionist. No, no, no. I just said I'm a collector. <laughs> I'm a hoarder. Yeah, yeah, that's more like it. I love things to the point where I enjoy them, and then I'm just like, okay, well, this is this was like my fad for like a wee year, and then uh, I'm done. But there are so some now things... she's just bringing. Yeah, she's just bringing. I just bring it along with stuff me. Stuff <laughs> into the house. Yeah, she's bringing. I'll um, never get rid of those stamps. The no. stamps will probably outlive me. <laughs> and I mean, I don't know if we'll have children or not, but if they do, they will be adopting those things. Like, they'll just have to open a storage unit and just shove all my shit into yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm going to, like, slowly over time, I'm going to start using them as, oh like, Oh, my God, postage. I would kill you. <laughs> um, you come in and you're just licking all of them. Uh, like, no. <laughs> I doubt that the glue would still work on them. No. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, point being, um, uh, no, uh, my experience with collecting is a little different mm-hmm. because, yeah, like, collecting seemed like a very important thing when I was a kid. Like, uh, you, you own things and yeah. you kind of uh, accumulate them. And when you're, you know, when you're six, seven, eight, like, on to your, your, uh, teenage years, like, possession seems to be very, very important. It's yours. Yeah. It's something that you can talk about with people and you get excited and you want to show people. And I think that's I think that's why a lot of kids have collections. Yeah. And I think the ownership of an item like when you're a kid, you don't have a personality. <laughs> like children don't really have personalities. And I I, <laughs> I, I mean they I, kind I guess of don't. You do in, in well, a way. You do I think you it's don't. just because we're still trying to figure out who we are. I mean yeah. it's the whole when you're in elementary school, you go through that stages of loving dinosaurs, and then you go through the stage of loving space, and then you go through the stage of loving certain things because you are growing into what you do love. And sooner or later, you pick out select things, hobbies, for example, and you just love them. Yeah. Right? Well, my real understanding of it is like, you have possessions, and yeah, that kind of becomes your personality as a kid. And then, like, as you collect things and own things, and you can showcase these items, and you can, like, create, like, a personality around the things that you have the most of, because then you can, like, you have that ability to define your interests because of how much Star Wars toys you have. Yeah. You know, from my personal experiences, mm-hmm. Star Wars toys. Um, and you have, you know, all the little figures and you can display them. And I did. And mm-hmm. you can have your little play sets and display yeah. them, which I did. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, no, I, I definitely get it. But there was a point, uh, in my, uh, late teen years is where I dropped off of the idea of wanting to own stuff and having possessions. And it was around that time was when I stopped, uh, collecting comic books, like the singles, single issues, just because it's expensive and, uh, it's also f- takes up so much freaking space to have like a huge collection of comics. So I just kind of stopped. And then over time, I kind of filtered them out. And like I've given a bunch to friends. I've sold a, a, a stack to some other friends. And I donate a bunch to <coughs> uh, different uh, like library drop off things and mm-hmm. stuff too. So like my. Uh, appreciating of collections uh, has changed a lot since I turned 20 
And I've just kind of like pared down my life to rather than having collections, I have like one or two huge things that is like what I love. And I'm not saying either way is wrong or mm-hmm. better. I'm just saying that for you. Yeah, that was the experience that I had with them. And mm-hmm. like your experience is a lot different because you liked you liked having a physical thing to show people and be like, look at this cool thing that is that I get to have as a part of my life. Mm-hmm. And whereas well, it made me it made me feel something to be able to show off what I had. I mean, like stamps and pebbles and. I had, like, little collections growing up, Mm -hmm. and then over time, I started making my own money, so I was able to get, to to really, to really really get into things, but I don't think I started really, like, hardcore collecting anything in particular until I started making my own money. Yeah. Like, manga was my, is my biggest collection, and then I have my little Momijis, and my little Momiji dolls. Oh, right, uh, they're little wooden, uh... Kakisha, Kakisha dolls or whatever is their actual name, but these ones are called Momijis. Yeah. But, like, I didn't start collecting that, Mm. and it, it just... It just what happens is I pick something up because it's small, it's cute, and it just it just look and I think my yeah. nick I think the I think because of that I think I kind of blame my grandmother and my mom can like if she's listening to this <laughs> um, she could probably say yeah I think I think loving knickknacks and loving something yeah. as small as it is is because of my grandmother because she collected stuff she yeah. collected porcelain dolls oh, okay. And the, the more real they looked, the more she loved them. Like, she wanted them to look as bait, like, to the point of a baby that it was almost hey, like it was real. gross. No. <laughs> that's so, weird. I don't like she that. She loved porcelain dolls. But anyways, I think it's because when I was growing up, she had a small, tiny little shelf that was kind of hidden that had knickknacks on it. Mm-hmm. And there was certain knickknacks that I was allowed to play with. <laughs> and then there were ones that I could not touch at all. Yeah. And I remember those little knickknacks. And I think I have actually some... Yeah, you have... The, there's a, There are knickknacks that I'm not allowed to touch on the no, shelf. you're not. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, my mom collected a lot of stuff, too. And she gave me a lot of the stuff that I even have over in my shelf. Yeah. Something, anything that looks... Like, it's super old is because it's come from my grandmother or my mom. Yeah. Because they had that as their collection. And that stuff will never go away. I will never give mm. up any of that because it just means so much, right? Yeah. But collecting, yes. I uh, So. <laughs> not to veer I... off too much topic. No, no, no. Not to veer <laughs> off topic. But uh, we wanted to start the episode about collections because I was going to uh, divest the time on this one mm-hmm. to Kamala because <laughs> she wanted to talk about a uh, collection that she's just become very... It's uh, almost been a whole year. <laughs> yeah, it's, she, for the past year, she's been very, very interested in, uh, and that is enamel pins. Mm-hmm. And it started because of a convention we went to, I think. Yeah, yeah. the Calgary yeah. Expo. The Calgary Expo, where she picked up her first five five or six pins. I've always had some because I got I got some from Odafest, but it didn't start my it didn't start my addiction. I blame Brittany. <laughs> oh, okay. You're because... just you're just dropping all sorts of names. Your mom, Brittany. <laughs> well there's people influence me oh, okay. and I'm like not super influenced by stuff, but like there are some people that when I, they get in, when they're interested in it, it makes me want to be interested because it's something I share. When we get into the second topic <laughs> You're gonna tell totally me that I'm, 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 I
Noah's yeah. fault. <laughs> okay, I was to blame. Um, but no, Will, <clears throat> um, so enamel pins are uh, just hard metal uh, pins with designs. Uh, depending lapel on, pins. Yeah, lapel pins. Mm. Uh, depending on how they were uh, uh, finished, they can either have like indented uh, pools of color and then the, uh, the hard metal base that separates the color will work as the outline or a finished hard enamel uh, will uh, hard enamel pin it will have a like a clear resin over top to mm-hmm. uh, that just kind of finishes it so it's it's completely flat whereas the soft enamel has the raised lines of the metal to where the the color is pulled into. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is just a very, very short description so that people know exactly what it is, uh, that we're talking about when you start describing all, (laughs) all the money that we put into it. (laughs) Um, Uh, so the first set that you had bought was from a gachapon at the Comic Expo? What was, it was like a... Yeah! yeah. Odafest, our, um... It's kind of like our little anime convention here in Calgary. Uh, well, little, Japanese. It's huge ja- now. Well, it's huge now. <laughs> it, it's I think it's on its twentieth anniversary. Yeah, twentieth anniversary this year actually. Um, they're ja- celebrating Japanese culture, so it's not just anime. It's mostly all Japanese culture, right? So, um, at it's the, mostly anime though. Mostly anime. That and I don't know coffee. why they just don't say anime convention, but whatever. They're trying um, to legitimize it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, at the Calgary Expo last year, um, a girlfriend of mine uh, came to visit, and she was really into collecting enamel pins because she got them from Disney. And I just thought, okay, cool. I know where there's some really cool ones I would show her. So the Odafest had a like giant gumball thing with like little toys inside but they were the pins because they sell their own enamel pins and the pins are actually really reasonable they're five bucks Mm. each and then if they're really special they're 10 or 15 depending on how special they are right so you put literally two loonies into (laughs) this thing crank it and you get one of the little what are they called? Like gashapons. Gashapons. And you cracked it open, and you got two pins for four bucks. Two pins for four okay, bucks. Whoa, whoa, come, come on. <laughs> uh, so you started by, you bought, I think you brought oh, I bought around lots. four or oh. something. You're, well, when I was, because I was. Way too much. I was at a table. I, I do a table at the, uh, the Comic Expo each year. Mm-hmm. And you brought them around, and I think you had four at the time, and you are like, yeah. I'm going to get more. Yeah. I, I had to, I just had to, like, round up all my loonies. Yeah. All my loonies to, to like... I think you, you, I think you traded me for some loonies. I did. This. Yeah. I did. I was like, here, take my toonies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I need my loonies. <laughs> uh, so, uh, that kind of started this year-long obsession. Yeah. Um, now, I... We have some other comic... Uh, comic... Uh, industry friends Mm -hmm. and they've made pins themselves uh our good friend enzo uh he's he does the cheer up emo kid Mm -hmm. had produced a really cute little blob head guy Mm -hmm. uh little uh he has a signature style for like these stick figures with like little blobby bodies which are pretty adorable pretty adorable and so you grabbed one from him i actually grabbed two i believe uh no i grabbed grabbed just one no I think Brittany got the other one. Okay. Um, And that was uh, kind of inspired us to look into producing our own pins. Someday. Someday. I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon, but uh, 
Uh, he's given us some insight into that. But uh, when you weren't at a uh, comic expo, <laughs> do you want to tell these people? This is an intervention app. I know. Will you tell these these people? You. This is the topic you wanted to talk about. I know. About, I but now I'm harassing you. I, I don't know. Like it. Okay. Um, do you want to tell these nice listeners mm-hmm. how you got your fix? How well, I continue to obtain all the pins that I wanted? So we bought two cork boards <gasps> so that she has a place to display all of her pins. She puts the pins right into the cork board exactly. and she rearranges them every couple of weeks because yep. she loves to... Because that's something... I, I think that's why I like it so much. I think that's what like collections... organization? Yeah, because you know how like when you get something new to add to a collection, it might not fit... In that particular situation at that time, right? Like that setup. So you rearrange everything. So you rearrange everything. And I love being able to rearrange. I mean, one of the corkboards just has like a miscellaneous of enamel pins that I've started to collect. And then I have one that is nothing but just like Sailor Moon themed. So just, you know, I got more Sailor Mercury pins than the rest. But that's because I've decided as an adult (laughs) with my own adult money. Yeah. That instead of just buying all the pins, <laughs> I was just going to be more selective on what kind of pin I wanted. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's really tough and you're like, oh my god, that is the cutest thing I've ever seen. I must have it. But it's 15 bucks. <laughs> and that's 15 US or 15 pounds or 15 euros or whatever. That's a lot of money for someone like 15 whatever's turn into $26 later Canadian. Yeah. That's a lot going on my visa. So <laughs> I think my basically how I've been getting my fix is Kickstarter. Kickstarter is super dangerous for me because it's super easy to just go, yep, I back that. And 22 days later, when it, the thing's over, my visa will get charged. And then maybe a month or two later, I'll get the pin. And I'll forget about it. And I'll forget about it. And then all of a sudden, I've got mail. And I just love getting mail. It's the <laughs> best thing ever. So but, we're going to set up the P.O. box. Exa- if you guys exactly. want to send Camel some pins, <laughs> oh, we'll have man. that. Oh, man. Super collection. So this went on for... Oh, it's been going on forever. Yeah. I've been really good, though. Like, yeah. I've... Like, just starting as of this year, I was backing, like, eight Kickstarters, and then I recently went back and was like, I hate to do this to this people because I love everybody's designs, but I can't afford all eight of them. So, I had to pull from some of them, and I've narrowed it down to, like, I think I had six, and then I narrowed it down again to, like, four. Which is a very adult decision, yes. and I'm very happy. And because very I would like to go home <laughs> this year, and I have my birthday coming up in April, and I would like to do things. So instead of just spending it all on pins... On on items. On items, I've decided that it's better to just... Put the money Put to the it. money towards things that I, I want to do in that... And, yeah. like, one of those things is go back home for a little while, and then the next thing is spend my birthday with my boyfriend Aww. and be able to just do things like that. Because, I mean, someday we want to do other big events and stuff like that, and I don't want to... We're wanna... coming for you, Japan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I don't want to be, like, my visa's still hurting because I've got Kickstarter and yeah. I'm still waiting for pins because I'm so obsessed but i do love them i think they're super fun there's such a community about it that when you're on instagram because that's my other 
obsession. So you look at a lot of pins on Instagram. You scroll through and you see people collaborating with each other. So you've got two different artists deciding that they wanted to do a special moon pin or Animal Crossing or Studio Ghibli. They're just amazing how you take two artists and they create something and then somebody sells it and the other person gets some of the money. I mean, like when I, th- I can't remember what, what what happened. There was a really really bad disaster last year. Some of the, the pin. There was a huge like. Are, are you talking about all the hurricanes? I, I think it was the hurricanes. The hurricane yeah, yeah, it was a really a really bad one. Yeah. yeah, and I think there was like six six pin designers decided that they were going to get together and any of the pins that they had had that. Oh, Not yeah. that they weren't, like, really that they... It wasn't like they weren't selling. It's just all their extras. Yeah. They put it on a promotional. They lowered the price, but that money, that $5 pin, went to that relief. Yeah. I ended up buying, like, three of them because yeah. it was uh, just my, it was an opportunity to be like, one, I get a really great <laughs> pin, a pin that I've been wanting to get for 5 bucks, mm. and two, that means that money's going somewhere great. And I... I love that. It's a community that works together, you know, they collaborate, they they have really cool loop giveaways where they mm-hmm. have like eight designers all give try to give all way like several different pins. And it's all themed. Like we have people that do Harry Potter ones, like I said, there's Studio Ghibli ones. People and I think the best thing and I didn't realize this, but they do themed ones for holidays. Yeah. So the closer it got to, like, Halloween, there was all kinds of really great Halloween ones, which was really tough. So I'm going to <laughs> surprise you with 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 an idea here. What's up? Do you want to go grab your pin board? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll be right back. I know this is an audio podcast, but I'm going to play a little game with Kamala. Uh, and... Is it a quiz? Because I can't do quiz. No, no, no. We're not going to do quiz. Oh, she brought both of her pin boards. Okay. What are you talking about? I can't bring one. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to take this one from you. Alright. So I'm going to have you look at... Uh, she has just the miscellaneous pin board. It's yes. uh, not the one with her... All of her Sailor Moon stuff on it. No. So I want you... We're going to do... Let's do three. I want you... Yes. To choose... <laughs> Three of your favorites. Oh, and not your three favorites of all time. <laughs> Just three of uh, three of your favorites, because I mean, you only bought the ones that were your favorites. So. Exactly. Uh, let's start with. Uh, you're just gonna find one. Okay. Um. Probably would have to say, I really dig my Bulbasaur ones. Okay. Yeah. So I want you to describe the Bulbasaur real okay. quick. Uh, well, I have two from the same artist. One is a Bulbasaur pin that's just kind of like the normal Bulbasaur, except he has like a, I guess you would succulent. say like a, a succulent plant yeah. on his back. So it's like a teal color, and then he's got his little plant with like a little pink flower off to the side. And then the same designer for Halloween did something very similar, but he's yellow. Oh, okay. Yeah, so this is the one I got from the Relief. Yeah, the l- Relief Aid. Yeah. So, let's talk about... What you love about them, and like what uh, what made you decide that you wanted to own that? Like um, what what is it that that you saw that and you're like this needs to be in a part of this collection? Yeah. Um. Well, I do really love Bulbasaur. He's yeah. my favorite Pokemon, and I guess it's just because I like the design of it. I appreciated the way it wasn't just. Like, just a regular Bulbasaur with a bulb on his back. It actually yeah. had, like, a little flower. Yeah. And same with the Halloween one. It was 
if I if I had to pick any of the Halloween ones, which there was a lot to pick from, the I thought the Bulbasaur one was the cutest because it was one, it was Bulbasaur, and two, it was a little pumpkin on his back. I'm like, that's really adorable. What a smart idea to do something like that. Yeah. But yeah, I like I love all my little Bulbasaurs. I have a little plushy one, and I have a baby Bulbasaur. That and looks just like a chibi redesign. And yeah. The plushie the plushy looks just like a standard uh, bubble store, but it has like little, little, stitches. little lines th- that look like stitches across it. Yeah. All I right. love them all. You want to and, find your and, next favorite one? Um. Well, there was um, some of the ones I got. F- well, yeah, sure. Some of the ones I got when I was in L.A. during mm-hmm. the um, anime expo uh, last year. Yeah, my little Pikachu one with muscles. <laughs> he was pretty great. It's, he's uh, he's a big old Pikachu. He's got a Pikachu head, like a like kind of like um, what's it like a ditto face? Yeah. And then he's got big muscles, and he's then underneath a, it just says, uh, Pekachu. Pekachu. Pekachu, because he's got big pecs and his nipples are hearts. Yeah, it's pretty adorable. He looks like a bodybuilder, but with a Pikachu head. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I, that I guess and I guess the rest of them I have. Pins from Calgary, uh, Calgary Expo. I have pins from Odafest, Animathon. I have pins from Kickstarters of like the Gur characters, but they're like, I'd say they're the size of like a dime, maybe even a penny. Yeah. And I've got a really cute mermaid who kind of looks like it's a zombie mermaid with a little zombie fish. Mm-hmm. I've got some sloth pins, mm-hmm. one from like an Animal Crossing, one's kind of like a DJ, <laughs> and one's carrying a beer, <laughs> which is great. I have some Deadpool pins. I got one that I got from Anime Expo as well. It's a cat, a Deadpool cat with a taco, and you can see his little butthole, which is hilarious. <laughs> so I want to talk about one more. Okay. So what was the last one that you that came to you? That you oh, got? my most recent one? Yeah. They're my Yuri on Ice pins. Yeah. So they're like, I'd probably say, what, two or three inches Yeah, Yeah, I'd say about two and a half inches yeah. tall. Uh, you got both the both Yuri's and you got Victor. They actually have the human form. It's not just like on a button or anything. Mm-hmm. And they're really beautiful. They don't have any facial features, so it's just like the outline of everything. Um, they're glitter because I mm. wanted the glitter ones. But yeah, those are my most recently. And uh, they delivered. you got with a uh, Kickstarter. Yeah. Well, no, these ones actually came off of the site. Oh, okay. Yeah, these ones, the I wanted them. <laughs> I was like, Yuri on Ice is my favorite. And, and, and you know what? For 30 bucks, I got all three of them. Oof. So it was a deal. She didn't tell me they were $30. Shut up, Josh. I don't tell you uh. how to <laughs> All right. All right. That's enough of that, then. I've indulged you a little too much, I think. Right, I wanna... just get the postal and go, look, honey, look at my pretty pins. And Josh's uh, like, oh, I love them. Yeah, I, I, don't ask, I don't ask questions about it. No, no, no just set that up. Okay. Okay. I think we'll be done. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so, hmm. collections. Collections. What's the other collection, lovey? Okay. <laughs> uh, so, I talked a big game about not liking possessions and trying to pare down my life and everything like yes. that. But. But, but. When I was... 12 and then for pretty long into my teenage years i was about 16 i think when i stopped but i collected pokemon cards Mm -hmm. and uh pokemon cards became a huge deal uh when i was still in grade school and it's uh like i was 
very into Pokemon cards. I was in a Pokemon League. That's adorable. Uh, I wonder if I still have them, but I did receive... I think I got to like four out of the six badges, and they were in enamel pin style. That's super I can probably cool. go find them if I still have them. That'd be awesome. Maybe put them yeah, on I was your just pin saying, board. You know they go on my board. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're not anything cool. They were like squares, and then they just put the picture of which badge you had. I love that, though. I it's, think that's adorable. It's I love it. Pretty dorky. It's pretty bad, but I love it's pretty it. Pretty bad. Uh, and the Pokemon League was. Once a week at the local mall uh, in the Toys R Us so that they could try to sell you more cards while you were there. Of course. (laughs) Um, But, uh, so we did that. And, you know, bought cards growing up and, you know, got a new deck or a new booster pack or whatever. Was it just you who collected it? No, it was uh, me and my sisters all collected them. And then, um... Uh, when Yu-Gi-Oh! became very big, Mm -hmm. that was just around the time where I was, you know, a teenager, so I was outgrowing Pokemon as a concept, but then Yu-Gi-Oh! hit the scene, and boy, was I into Yu-Gi-Oh! I got a big (laughs) stack of Yu-Gi-Oh! cards somewhere, I'm sure. Um, I know. Uh, but then, moving forward, um, not about... Two years ago, I think, um, I rediscovered my cards and decided that now that I am a 30-year-old man with my own damn money, uh, that I could buy the cards that I was missing from my old collections. And I'm, I'm only missing, like, between 9 and 12 cards, I think, now. Um, yeah, but, you're actually not doing uh, too bad. Yeah, from like the original, original base set of Pokemon. And of course, I'm missing just the hardest to find rare cards. So they are like, I could pay $30 to get a Clefable now uh, and add that to my collection, but. Of um, course, it's very expensive. You ordered two of them, too, when you started um, rekindling your love yeah, for the uh, Which I, ones did you order? I ordered a couple, actually. Um, I was missing uh, a couple trainer cards. Mm-hmm. I think it was the Clefairy doll uh, that I didn't have. And for some reason, I was missing a Ghastly. Um, yes, I remember this one. So, you know, I had to pay the 10 cents to get a Ghastly for my, my collection, but... For some reason, I was missing it, and had made the decision that I wanted to rebuild, starting from like the first series. I wanted the base set one, mm-hmm. uh, and also the fossil series, the jungle series, and base set two. I I wanted to start with those sets as like the small collection that I allow myself to have because mm-hmm. they because they are something very small and from my childhood that I can afford to pay for except for the rarest card which is the first edition uh, shadowless Charizard which at my last check was like two grand to get holy man and it's like all my pins that is I know (laughs) it's not like I'm going to shell out the money for that Charizard card right now Mm -mm. but like after Japan well, that's the... Okay, but so the first edition is already rare, and then the Shadowless cards were a uh, printing error. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, the first editions had this printing error. 
And then the second printing of the first editions don't have the printing error. So uh, the first edition shadowless cards are the rarest version of the card. Wow. And Charizard was, like, constantly short-packed in the boosters, so it's the rarest of the rare, rare cards. That's crazy. So, yeah, that's going to be a challenge to find, and I swear there has to be at least a few kids out there that stuck Pokemon cards in their bike spokes to make it sound like a motorcycle. Ah, that's a terrible idea. Yeah. Uh, but, playing cards instead. Well, you say that, but I've seen the way you shuffle your Pokemon Shut cards. Up. They're my cards. Uh, <laughs> anyways, so uh, this Christmas, yes, Camilla bought me a deck from the Anaheim uh, tournament that happened in 2016? 17. 17. Uh, which is... I got the pin. Yeah, you have the pin. <laughs> uh, which is a very specific type of deck that has a different kind of backing to it. Mm-hmm. It was the deck that was used by one of the tournament uh, leaders. I think the kid placed third. Something like that. Yeah. And so it's a very specific deck that can only be played with its cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of the backs on them are, are different than regular the regular backs to the cards. Mm-hmm. Um, and... You know, I, I got to look at it and rekindle that love for getting the the unknown boxes mm-hmm. and check out the new cards. And the art is very good. I like the the art that goes all the way to the edge of the, of the card now. That's really cool. That's cool. But, Kamala, yes. what was your experience with Pokemon cards? <laughs> um, when Pokemon became really popular um, and the Pokemon cards became a thing uh i never had any and if i did have one or two it was because the boys at school would give me the shit ones <laughs> like literally they would be like oh i don't want this card do you want it and i'm like sure i don't know what this is but sure i would love to have this card because i want to be part of what everyone else is into and I don't remember ever asking mom for anything like that. I don't remember my sister being into it either. So I guess it was just one of those things where because I didn't, I guess I just wasn't interested. I never really watched the cartoon or anything. So I never collected it. And then Mr. Josh (laughs) decided that he just couldn't play alone. Which you can't. You can't play the game alone. So I came home one day. And there was a deck of cards for me and a few booster packs. And that is when the next addiction, (laughs) obsession... Obsession. Obsession became Pokemon cards. Yes. So now not do I only have enamel pins, but now I have Pokemon cards. She has two decks and she has uh, a couple pages full in her binder. Along with my Animal Crossing cards, yeah. too, by the way, which I do collect. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but we also have been playing Pokemon cards a couple times a week. Yeah, actually, we've um, been using them. <laughs> yeah, uh, so like we'll set up the table and we'll move our drinks off of the table. <laughs> drinks stay off the table, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we'll play a, a couple hands of Pokemon cards. Um, but one of the things that was really cool... Uh, that I didn't realize that they were doing was they do uh, a digital version of the same game. 
which is a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, so you can play Pokemon cards alone. I was just... Yeah. I was just... It's just online. I was weirdly bullheaded about it, because, like, <sighs> I don't know what it is about things like uh, Magic the Gathering Online or Hearthstone or anything like that. I think it's because I don't like the idea of paying for the the digital cards that I don't get to own and handle personally. Because mm. there's something about holding the cards and playing them if it's in a physical space mm-hmm. that is very nostalgic to me. And it like, is a lot of fun. It's very important. It's, it is a lot of fun, like, playing for the first time. And it's an easy thing to know. Like, it's an easy game to learn. So it's not like it's there's a lot of challenging things. You just read the cards. That's all yep. you're doing is reading the cards. You... You know, you play a hand, and the way to play a hand is you draw from your deck. You either put an active poke, put a Pokemon on your bench, so that you can use it for an, as an active Pokemon later on. You put an energy card somewhere. You can play a trainer card. Or you can play a supporter card. You can you do all these kind of cool things within one turn, and then you can attack if you have enough energy behind that active Pokemon. And then your turn's over. Like, and, and turns can last for a super long time, depending on how many cards you play. And sometimes they can last literally just a second because you're just like, I got nothing. And then you just go, attack, and then you're done. And I, I like playing it because Josh and I, we switch decks, too. We don't just play our own decks. Like, he's... he's Until used... I decide to cannibalize those decks to finish my collection. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Until he, like, decides to dissolve them into it, but... Yeah, I've ha- I've been having a really great time. I think we've the first time we got the cards, I think we played what four or five rounds. Like yeah. we literally just went. Yeah. We went all the way up until we had to go to bed. And and it's pretty much a, like, it is getting to be a problem though because I'll like if I'm out. Do you know how badly I wanted to go to Chapters go today Pokemon and Pokemon <laughs> cards for you? I literally walked by Indigo. On my way home, like, from the Safeway. Oh, yeah, our uh, bookstore has Pokemon, Pokemon cards. I, plus, there. there's a dollar store not too far away. And so that also like, stocks them, yeah. I, and they're and they're all the same price. Literally, same price no matter where you go. It's cheapest at the uh, the local game store that... Oh, yeah, way yeah. cheaper to go over to our mall. It's like but, five bucks less to go grab them from yeah. the mind But games. I was, like, yeah. walking by Indigo, and I was heading in that direction. I was getting ready to walk through the door, but I said, no... You just got paid today. You need groceries. <laughs> so <laughs> behave yourself. <laughs> yeah, and it's it is definitely becoming dangerous, especially yeah. because of the to drop twenty five bucks is easy. Yeah, I mean it's that's four packs. Two, that's four packs. Yeah. That's two each. Twenty five bucks. Boom. <laughs> See, I don't find it super egregious though. If I'm buying four packs, drop a, a twenty, and like have it. We have. Four pack, we have two packs each, and mm-hmm. doing it once a week, I don't find it super egregious. But, like, <laughs> at the same time, that's the mindset that will put me into, like, the debtor's prison. I mean, that's... <laughs> I am going to run out of money. Like, I've been doing such a but good job. But you so many Pokemon cards. I have so many Pokemon cards, though, guys. <laughs> I'll finish my... Charizard. It's God. great. <laughs> I will finish my collection oh my God. so fast. I've got some sick cards, too, though. I do. I've got some sick <laughs> cards of my own. I just need to learn how to make my own deck. That's the next step. Yeah. Like, back when I used to play, Mm -hmm. I had it down to a science. I knew exactly how many cards went into the deck and how everything would fit together. I knew, like, 
if you have this many cards, then the likelihood of getting this when you need it goes up or goes down. And like, I had it down to like the the science. science. I'm not even talking about the science. I mean, (laughs) I had a formula. I had written a mathematic. You you say I'm this for that, this for that, (laughs) this for that. Could not remember it now. I was Mm -mm. building a deck uh, on the digital side, and I'm just like. Uh, 20 of each card sounds about right. Let's do that. I need 60 cards. Let's go. Um, and the online one's pretty fun. The online uh, trading card game for Pokemon is actually pretty cool. And, I mean, you can play against each other, too. So, like, we'll sit We'll on sit the on the couch with our computers. <laughs> yeah, and we'll just play against each other. And you know what? It's a lot of fun to play that way. And I, the one reason that uh, I'm more accepted of this Pokemon card game online is because uh each pack each physical pack of pokemon cards that we get has like a little qr code that you Mm -hmm. scan on your computer and it gives you a digital pack right so it's like all right so i got double pokemon cards one just happens to be in the meat space and one happens to be in the online space and that's a uh that's a hiccup like that that's definitely i still feel weird about having a digital possession like the cards, like the if the sher- servers get shut down, those cards never existed. I don't own those cards anymore; they're gone, and that makes me feel a little nervous about investing a lot of time in it. No, no, you have to think of it this way: it's all online, so all you have to do is log into your account, and it's right, right there. Right. I'm I'm just saying, like, if they ever decide that, to shut down oh. that service, oh yeah, then they're gone. But but the thing is, the nice <laughs> thing is, is like. When you're playing, you can also play against the characters that they've formulated. Yeah, the and then you win these Pokemon coins, coins and then you can use to buy packs. More but digital I mean, like, cards. There's also their way of sneakily making it so that people will pay money. Yeah, there's, obviously. There's also the microtransaction yeah. to buy physical or not. To, to buy more cards yeah. to play you to use to play online but, but just the digital version yeah. wh- where I would much prefer the physical ones anyways and and personally I like both I I, <laughs> I prefer the physical over the the digital but if when I do go back to the states if yeah. I've got my laptop with me and I want to play Pokemon I can just text yeah. Josh and just be like hey I want to play Pokemon get online yeah even though it'll be like a two hour difference <laughs> yeah and that's fine. And, I mean, what are, what else are we going to do? Have some sort of sexy Skype chat? No. no. Come on, Pokemon cards. Square <laughs> up. Let's go. Uh, I think that's pretty much all we wanted to talk about tonight. Yeah, that was a good chat. Yeah. I love, I love we, collecting. Yeah, you got to go put your pins back. <gasps> uh, um, so, if you wanted to uh, check us out on the internet uh you can find uh, all of the stuff that we post on scudsworth.com mm-hmm. if you use facebook you can uh search for uh, scudsworth.com in the groups and come say hi to us there yep. uh, all of the stuff that's posted online uh, gets linked back over to the facebook group uh you can also find us on twitter uh camilla do you want do you bother want to bother with your twitter i always forget okay i'd have to instagram look it up. My Instagram, I believe... If you want to send her pictures of uh, enamel pins that you bought... Yeah, don't tease me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for Instagram, it's Nova Berry Blue. So N-O-V-A Berry Blue. Nova yeah. Berry Blue. I believe it's the same thing for my Twitter, too. I just don't use my Twitter yeah. as much. I just repost and a lot of shit. you can also find... Uh, uh, Nova Berries is my Twitter. Nova Berries. 
you can also find the Scudsworth uh, dot com at Instagram, and it's pretty much linked everywhere. We, yeah, it all everything just is linked together. Cross linked, and I'm I am on Twitter at t e h s u d. That's Tess Scud. Uh, if you want to check out our Patreon, uh, it's Patreon slash t e h s u d. So again, Patreon slash Tess Scud, and there's a link uh, to that on pretty much everything posted on uh, Scudsworth dot com as well. So if you can't remember it, just go to Scudsworth dot com and, and link through there. Uh, we are a very new podcast, so if you could please give us a rating, yes. uh, like us, subscribe to us, uh, share us with your friends. Please. If you want to just uh, let them know that it's a couple goobers talking, having a nice little talk about things that they like. Exactly. And it's important to like what you like, the way that you like it, and exactly. the amount that you want to like it. Exactly. And that's... Uh, that's us. That's pretty much <laughs> it. The music's probably going to start playing soon, so it's going to like... Cover me. We're gonna. I'm. Camilla does the editing, so she's gonna fade me out yeah. and put the music fade, on. Fade, fade, fade. And we love you. Well, I love you. <laughs> I love you too. And, and we, we love, love we, you. We love the people who listen. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>